Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the tonight's episode of the Frisco Report. Full effect. You know what time it is? Serious? Cop mode, baby. Cop mode time. Cowboys corner in the house. Mike, what's going on, bro? What's going on tonight, man? Not a whole lot, man. Just found out Thursday at 6 o'clock for the first time ever. Eagle fan will be on Cowboys Corner. We'll be, we'll be discussing the Monday night football showdown that we're going to be discussing today. So uh, I don't know what's going to happen, dude. I've never collabed with another opponent or another player, another fan of another team. So it's going to be the first time for everything on Thursday at 6 on Cowboys Corner. Yeah, guys, make sure you sub up to Cowboys Corner. Mike's channel spitting out the truth. Uncensored, no sugarcoating. <laughs> you know how we do it, guys. Make sure you check that out. I'll be watching that, Mike. We'll see what these what these tenderfoot eagles are going to say. I'm sure they're going to pull all kinds of stuff out there about home. But tonight, guys, good to see everybody in the chat box. Make sure you guys pound that like button and that hit that bell for the notifications, guys, because without you guys, we can't do this without you. Man, that's Absolutely just, not. That's just what it is. So uh, first of all, guys, thank you to all you guys that watched the, the Frisco Report. We're covering the Dallas Cowboys' latest news here all right so mike first off we got the victory we go to one and one you know we we had to go one and one we did not want to go oh and two heading into the this game here now mike we'll we'll, we'll hit up on on some of the you know what what we like from the game like let, let's let's briefly kind of go over you know the bright spots of this game any concerns i'll let you start it off here mike yeah, 100%. What I liked is we broke the 20-game streak of not scoring opening touchdown, Joe. 20 streak, 20-game streak is finally broke. Cowboys got luckily that we went for it on fourth down and and got and got that first down. If not, it would have been 21 games without a opening touchdown drive, right? Mm. So I'm glad that we we were aggressive early. We got into the into the end zone and we broke that 20-game streak. That was a big cloud over the Cowboys. That was a big cloud over that defense, right? Because it puts them in a hole early that if that offense can't put points on the board. So I like that we broke that streak. Um, Joe, I, I do like Micah Parsons playing defensive end. I also like him playing linebacker. Um, I, and I, 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 I know it's two weeks, but I really like the transition and the turnover on this defense. Put aside yeah. Anthony Brown, there's a lot of turn, there's a lot of playmakers. Ball Hawks on this defense, and uh, it's good to see. It's been a long time since the Dallas Cowboys led the NFL in two weeks of football in turnovers. Joe, it's good to see. I love it, bro. You hit it on the head, dude. And it, it's part of it's part of the description of this video. Have the Cowboys turned the page on this defense? I feel like they have. They just look like they're playing different out there. They're playing. I think they know their roles here. You know what I mean? I think with you, you look about. I mean, when you think about, you know, the the defense under, um, you know, no, they look lost all the time, like all the time. And when when you when you don't know where where you're playing, you look slow. These guys are playing fast. We got faster guys on the field, and they're playing fast. They're swarming to the ball, and the best part of this guys, we're getting takeaways, bro. Finally. Finally, I mean, dude, like, it was incredible how much we missed the takeaways, bro. Like, I mean, it makes a huge difference. You know, without yeah. these takeaways, you may not win, you know, this game. No, 100%. 100%, Joe. 
And if you, the way they were moving the ball, the first two plays the Chargers got, they got 42 yards on two plays. The third play, interception by Trayvon Diggs. In the past, we've seen this. 20 yards here, 20 yards there, 40 yards there, touchdown. That fast. We've seen it. And it looked like that was about to happen. 20 yards here, 20 yards there, interception, Trayvon Diggs. In the past, that wasn't going on, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, man. And, um, you know, it goes, you know, even pre-Nolan, you know, you, you look at Chris Richard, you look at Marinelli, you look at Kiffin. I mean, it goes all the way back, dude. Like, it's crazy how long Rob it's been. Ryan. Yeah, Rob, <laughs> that was forgettable, right? But, yeah, dude, um, Trevon Diggs playing out of his mind. You know, I think he set a goal for himself pretty high. You know, he said that he could have had, what was it, 14 interceptions last year if he wouldn't have dropped them. He was catching them. And, I mean, I think we're leading the league right now in takeaways. You know, I think we're number one right at the top. So it's a beautiful sight, Mike. Uh, I, I really like what Al Harris is doing with uh, the secondary here with, with your with your quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? Now, um, we'll talk about Anthony Brown. But as far as, like, Trayvon Diggs, the development, the progression, he's a rising star on this defense, a rising star in year two. Got him in the second round, Mike, paying big dividends for this defense right out the gate, Mike. Yeah, I mean, so many so many people like Osa Odigizua, a rookie, getting pressure up the middle. We haven't even seen Osa, the Osa Odigizua, and we haven't even seen Navelle Gallimore on the field at the same time. Mm. With Tank Lawrence, with Randy Gregory, that defense is going to eat, Joe. And uh, Micah Parsons, Leighton. Shout out to Jalen Smith, right? I've been harping on Jalen Smith for a long time. He showed in one game, in one game, he showed some good energy. He showed some good some good technique. Uh, he played sound. So did Leighton Vanderesh, who got a sack, Joe. Uh, so, I mean, there, there's so many things just to be thankful for. And on this defense side of the ball with the offense, I'm a little concerned about the offense. Yeah. Speaking of the defense, staying, staying here on the defensive side, Mike, we, we didn't have a lot of our players. We had Randy Gregory out, Demarcus Thorns out, you know, Donovan Wilson uh, showed up again on the injury report. So, you know, the, we were we talked about this, right, the next man up. Was it going to change under Mike McCarthy year two? It, to me, it feels like it's changed. Like the next man up means something here now. It's, it's not just words. It feels like it means something here because you saw performances, like you said, you, you touched on it, Michael Parsons. You know, they said, hey, you know, we're, we need your help here. We, we need you here at the end here. And we're going to let the other guys really take the majority of the snaps at linebacker. But we need you here. Um, virtually unblockable for that right tackle. He ate that right tackle's lunch all day long. He had he had some he had some good uh, reps against Slater as well. Uh, so impressive. <laughs> very, very impressive. Jaron Curse, Mike, the safety. Stepping in, uh, you know, for for Donovan Wilson, and I, I liked him all the way back to minicamp. You know, I, I I did a whole video. Could he potentially be a starter? Some people scoffed at it, like, nah, it ain't gonna happen. This and it that. Was I mean, me, I was one of those guys that were like, nah, he's he just he just can't body, dude. Yeah, I, yeah, and, and I and I I thought that of, of Watkins. So you know, there's a lot of give and take here as far as like you know some of these guys that really do step up. I, I really love how he played. Really physical. You know, he's got that build, 6'4". He's a tall safety. You know what I mean? And when he hits you, you're not moving forward. Like, you hit a wall when you when you, when Jerron 
when J-Ron Curse hit, hits you. So I feel good where we're at right now, you know what I mean? And Kazee, he, he's been a baller, man. He's He's been getting the turnovers too, making a big impression in that second. That, the, the safety area, like you said, it, it's still kind of like a broom where you, you kind of have some Band-Aids here, but it's working right now. It's working right now, Mike. And, and the, it, when you when you freshly put tape on that broom, you're going to be good for a couple of sleeps, right? But when you keep using that broom, that's when it starts breaking down. But and my problem is, Joe, they they found a recipe in two weeks for success with a lot of guys on one year deals. Yeah. And so, what I wouldn't be surprised if they say, "Hey, you want to sign another contract in October?" You know, because you got to Keanu Neal has to stay on this team. And KZ, Curse, they, they got to figure out if they can play consistent, you got to figure out a way to keep them early because when they hit free agency, it, I call it the Dallas bag. People come here to go get the bag. Yeah. Uh, Dan Glenn was one of the guys, right? Andy Dalton was one of the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they come here, they're on national television, they're on primetime almost every week. So, you know, they come here, re- George Selby. Mency, they come here to rejuvenate their career, go get a bag elsewhere, right? Yeah. So, so we got to figure out a way to keep this core together, at least for another year. And that's what's going to happen. The Cowboys, they always like to re-sign their own guys. Every free agent year, the beautiful, you know, names will be out there. And, and, and fans, again, they won't learn their lesson. They'll be like, ah, oh, we're not doing anything. We're not spending money, this and that. I mean, sometimes I get irritated, too. Sometimes I feel like, Let's get somebody at least, but it's not what they do. You know, it, it just is not what they do. This is by now you, you should know that the Cowboys will try to re-sign their own guys first and they'll dabble low-level guys. It's just what they do every single year. Whether you agree or not, I mean, it's just what they do, right? That's their philosophy. That's their that's what they do, right? So, so far it's working, man. I think, you know, this Will McClay, got to give him some credit here. But you know, it's one game, it's one win. Let's let's see this. Let's see this through a course of a a 17 game season and, and more, hopefully, right? So, Mike, yeah. Let's, let's switch gears to the offensive side of the ball. What did you like on the offensive side of the ball in that game? I like how we were playing fast in the first quarter, Joe. Um, I, I did like TP got the the a lot of carries, right? Zeke did too, but Zeke, this is where. I get frustrated because the Cowboys will give it and the Cowboys will take it away. I can't remember what game last year, Tony Pollard and Zeke had a hundred yards apiece, And we won that game or maybe it was 2019, but, and then you never heard of Tony Pollard again. Right. Yeah. So when, when, when people want to crown Kellen Moore because of, of, of a head coach candidate, because he used Tony Pollard, you got to look at the ugly, too. We only scored two field goals in three quarters, Joe, with the efficiency of running that rock. Uh, mm-hmm. We we had to settle for two field goals. At an elite offensive coordinator, they don't overthink stuff like this. They, 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 you have the killer instinct of how many points, touchdowns, can I put on the board? Kellen Moore is just like Scott Lin- uh, Linehan. We're going to settle for field goals the majority of the time, and we've seen that. So far, a lot this year. We, week one, we we depend Greg Zerline. Week two, we depend on him again. An, an empty kicker that missed a, a couple of field goals and an extra point week one, but he was spot on this week. This week he was spot on. Got a game ball, but uh, I didn't like that we took the pedal off the metal, Joe. 
yeah, that that's the key part of it, right? You got if you you put your foot on their neck, you you gotta you gotta snuff them out. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm with that. Six points and three quarters it ain't gonna cut it. You know what I mean? I, luckily we won this game, and sometimes the whole scope of the season you need a little luck to get you there. Like you know, when you look at some of these games and and the course of the season, there is luck that is involved in some of this. So. This one here, I think we got a little bit spread there, a little that um, um that you know that fairy dust, that fairy dust, and we pulled out the win. Now, yeah, I want them to to be more prolific. You know what I mean? They 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 can't go um, they can't not go not answering. Like if if the other team score, you got to answer. They wouldn't. They, that was a bit of a drop. A majority of your first of your first downs were in that first quarter. I think it was like nineteen or some crazy crap like that. Like it was some something crazy. So. It's uh, it's something to monitor, but uh, I I like how they looked. They looked very very good in that first drive, and I, I have to give a big shout out to Terrence Steele. I'm probably one of his biggest, you know, um, people that just can't stand him, dude. And I just and you know you you just get worried, or you know, I, and I think maybe we got a little shell shock from the whole Chaz Green experience. Like we don't want to ever see that again. And we saw some shades of that last year with Terrence Steele. But to his credit, man, I owe him a big-ass apology, bro. Like, straight up, Terrence Steele, I mean, to shut down one of the best up-and-coming edge rushers in the league is is something serious. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's legit. You know, like, that is a really, really good way to get out the gate. And uh, it helped the team. It really helped the team. We were able to execute that first drive. He was finishing his blocks. He was off the block, played with quickness, played with power. Everything that he really wasn't last year, he has transformed himself, bro. What do you think about Terrence Steele, Mike? Yeah, he took he took my advice from last week, Joe. What did I sit here and say a week ago, Joe? I said, I need a Jeremy Parnell out of Terrence Steele. Yeah, he did. went out there and he played right to par with Jeremy Parnell, dude, how he used to come in there and play. Uh, that right tackle position as a backup, right? And uh, he played well. He hold, he held his own. Zach Martin said in the post-game interview, Joe, he said the times that I went over there to go help him, he didn't need the help, right? He looked horrible in preseason. Let's call it what it is. He did not look good in preseason. So that's why we had worries. That's why we had jitters. It looked like he wasn't – in preseason this year, it looked like he didn't play any games uh, last year, right? And so there was the jitters, but – Dupan Steel, he he ain't doo-doo no more. He graduated to one do. The Dupan Steel, he uh he he graduated. He ain't doo-doo right now, but he can get demoted back to doo-doo pan steel. But right now he's just Dupan Steel. Yeah, I think I think what really has helped him in the regular season, you know, this this one game that we saw from him was having Zach Martin there. You mentioned it, right? In the preseason, Steel kind of struggled and 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 some of those games Zach Martin wasn't there, you know what I mean? So he was playing with, uh, you know, McGovern and some of these other guys. And McGovern's good, but he's not Zach Martin. So, you know, I think having Zach Martin there next to Steele really bolstered his play, really made him look pretty good. And I think Zach Martin does that for everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? He just helps that line, elevates the hell out of him, right? So the standard is very high. Steele looked really good. He's going to get a, a, a good test here. Uh, the Eagles, they are pretty banged up, however, so we'll, we'll get into that here in a minute, Mike. But uh, 
some other parts of this game that that uh, that I really liked, Mike, was uh, they finally used Tony Pollard in this game. Now, is it a one-off? You know, are, are we are we hoping this is just not a one-off? Should should they continue to do this? What is what do you think the Cowboys will do with Tony Pollard the rest of the season, Mike? Joe, I can only go off what the history tells me, and the history says they're gonna pedal back away from Tony Pollard to keep and and, and use more Zeke, right? And, and here's the reason why I think they're using – they used Tony, Tony Pollard a lot in week one, too. And Zeke did a lot of blocking and some running, right? Zeke didn't play any preseason, so I feel like they're easing Zeke in. This is my opinion. I don't know if this is facts. But to me, as a fan on the outside looking in, it seems like they're easing Zeke mm-hmm. back in. Yeah. Okay? And so if they're easing Zeke back in, we might see a heavy dose of Zeke against these Philadelphia Eagles on Monday night. And you might see less Tony Pollard because history tells me that that's what they do. Yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting to, for sure. And this game, we'll know. You know, if, if we see a lot less of Tony Pollard, that's what it is. And, uh, yeah, you, you kind of do have to go by history. You know, Kellen Moore has been the coordinator here for, for a bit now. So we'll see what they do. But uh, I think it's a, a really good one-two punch. I think Tony Pollard, without Pollard in this game, I don't think you get some of these first downs. You know what I mean? I think you, you have to go at it a, a, a different way. You know what I mean? So a lot more prolific using uh, Tony Pollard on some of these uh, bubble screens. I think you tore him up. And, uh, you know, running behind Zach Martin, you're going to win. You're going to gain yards every single time. So I, I love the way he played in this game. Uh, and uh, – I have to say, Connor Williams, the left left guard, I think he's holding his own here. Contract year ha- hasn't really popped off in a really bad negative way through two games for me. Uh, now, if you're talking about who's the weak link right now on the on this offensive line, if you, if you want to even say that, is it the center, Mike? Is Tyler Biannish still learning? Is there an issue here? What do you think? He's absolutely he, – he's still learning, Joe. Uh, he, he he played a little bit. He got hurt. Joe Looney came in and finished it for him, right? So he – we're talking about a fourth-round pick rookie uh, that didn't have much of an offseason, right? He had limited game practices. He probably wasn't getting a lot of reps with practice with the ones because Joe Looney was, right? Fast forward, he had a – he. Fast forward, he had an offseason. He's getting he's getting used to having Connor Williams here and Zach Martin here. Zach Martin barely played any preseason games. Connor Williams, he barely played beside Connor Williams because he was doing center and left guard, right? So it takes a while for these offensive linemen to sink their feet together. And I, I think you're going to see as the year progresses, you're going to see a lot more uh, strength, durability, double teams to help him. You know what I'm saying? So I I think he's learning, but at the same time, we can't give up on him. Uh, Wisconsin center, we know what he has. He, he had a great offseason. I mean, his body just from year to year is completely different, right? I mean, he looks like Travis Frederick out there until the camera zooms in. You're like, oh, shit, that's Tyler Beatish, right? So uh, don't panic yet, Cowboy fans. Let, let him get some notches under his belt. This is what he needs. Yeah, you hit it right on the head, Mike. It, it, and, and we kind of mentioned it, you know, uh, last week too. So, still getting his feet under him a little bit. And he needs more game experience. So I'm not hitting the panic button by any means. 
he's not really costing us, right? Like he's not, this isn't a Chaz Green situation or, or uh, you know, somebody of a lesser stature at center. So, you know, he's holding his own. Sure, he could play a lot better. I mean, you know, we want all these guys to be all pros, it seems like. I mean, the standard's high here in Dallas. That's why we're so hard on Terrence Steele um, and anybody. You know, we, we don't like to see these guys get dinged up, but they do get dinged up. Um, but uh, I think we're going to be okay there. You know, I, you know, I've, I've, I've seen some people online talking about, do we need to get Connor Williams in there? Some snap that hell no to that. You know, he looked awful at center. So Connor Williams would not be the answer there. Uh, some people I've seen saying maybe maybe Connor McGovern needs to get a shot there. I, I think that's panic mode, right? Like that's panic yeah. mode. Now, and honestly, Mike, I don't like either of those shows. I think if you do, if there were to be a change there, and if it's if it's an injury or what have you, I think the move would be Matt Farniak. He stoned people all preseason. People are really forgetting about him. I think that is your center option, not not uh, McGovern. Go right. ahead, it, no, 100%. And, you know, I think people are hitting the panic button early, uh, two games in, right? But what I'm not seeing here, Joe, is low snaps, high snaps. You yeah. know, his snaps are good, right? So, I mean, if you're in false starts, um, things of that sort, I mean, you're not really seeing a lot of that. The center cadence is all that, right? Yeah. Uh, with with that Prescott. So the, he's doing a lot of communication. Uh, getting everybody on board with Dak Prescott, and he still has to put a, a a great snap in Dak Prescott's hands, and he's handling that. The block assignments, he's going to get his feet underneath them. Connor Williams, we struggled with him for three years, and he he looks at par right now, mm-hmm. right? So it just takes time. Uh, Rome wasn't built overnight. Tyron Smith struggled a lot against Demarcus Lawrence. He played right tackle first for the Cowboys, then he moved over to the left in, in, in a year. So. It just takes time, guys. Let's not throw in the towel against our Wisconsin center. Give it, give it, give it a couple more weeks. Let's see where he's at. Absolutely, absolutely, Mike. Uh, Dak Prescott, you know, had an interception in this game. Maybe didn't have, obviously, didn't have a good as game as he did uh, week one. But uh, still, like the way he's commanding the team. You know, he's uh, making the plays. He did have a, a misfire there with uh, with Amari. That let that that's where that interception came from. There, so there was a miscommunication there but other than that I, I liked how he played and um I thought Dalton Schultz played really well Jarwin I mean they, they sprinkled the ball all around that's what I like about this team you know you got weapons all over the place and that poses a big problem for the opposing defense it's pick your poison right do you do you double team this guy do you give another safety on top over over another one of these receivers it's gonna open up somebody right so um, I really like how Dak is spreading the ball. How are you feeling about the, the passing game, Mike? I like the passing game, Joe. I do. I, this is probably the best footwork I've ever seen from Dak Prescott. Seriously. And quarterback's foot, footwork is the best thing to throw in a football. It's arms, hips, footwork, right? And uh, Dak Prescott's delivering great balls, man. I, he, the, the, the slant, the quick slant to Amari Cooper to pick up that crucial First down, man. That that thing was on the money. Uh, he hit Dalton Schultz at an angled Jason Witten s going down, catching the ball. A perfect throw there to Dalton Schultz, right? Um, so I mean, he he's throwing some money balls, man. He really is. The the interceptions. Uh, one was on C.D. Lamb. 
the other one is on him. Uh, wide receiver, yeah, CeeDee Lamb, Cooper kind of bottled, bottled up right there. Uh, I don't think Dak knew where he was actually going with that ball. And Dak, you know, patted his chest, owned it. It is what it is. Move on to the next play, right? But uh, one thing about Calamore is he knows how to call some some good routes for these wide receivers and tight ends, right? But you can't get cute. I mean, he got cute with some Boise State crap. Um, he, he it was successful with CD uh, with uh, with Tony Pollard, and then it collapsed when he got almost got CD Lamb killed, right? You can only do trickery like that once because they're going to be on it, man. You know what I'm saying? It's the NFL. The, the other players are smart too. Uh, so that's Kellen's problem. He he gets too cute, or he has brain farts like Mike McCarthy with that game clock issue. Yeah, yeah. Still, still, still having some some learning issues here. Should, should, uh, continue to iron those out before we before we switch gears to the Eagles preview. Everybody, uh, one last area that we definitely need to talk about: special teams, Mike. And uh, I know that that uh, you know you you heard the interview, Mike. You you heard Bonehead Fossil talk about you know, he wanted to be aggressive for the fans or whatever the hell it was. I don't remember the exact quote, but it was something stupid like that, kind of blaming the fans. Really, just. Like, I'm done with him, dude. I really am. I do not like Bonehead Fossil. What, what was your take on, on Fossil, Mike? Yeah, no, I, I said this on Jay Tuck's channel last night. If you missed it after this show, you guys go check that out on Jay Tuck's channel. I said this, man. I said, Bones, because before Bones Fossil came here, we were 32nd in special teams. How in the world do you, are you 32nd in special teams, right? Bones Fossil is a type of special teams coach. Did you come in here? You turn things around for one year. That's you. You you use and abuse Bones Fossil for one year. You bring in another special teams coordinator. Guys already got that Bone Fossil esque mentality, right? Because he does get aggressive. He does get dumb sometimes. But we kind of need that on special teams, right? Special teams is the make or break on some place. On I mean, you look at the the, the miracle in Netherlands. You look at how um, how that running back with the Broncos in the 90s made the team, Terrell Davis, right? Special teams is make and break uh, for some plays on football, right? So, but having said all that, you can't blame the fans, man. You got to take accountability. You got to take ownership. I don't think it was a rough in the kicker because Bone Fossil said go hard. I think he got pulled into the kicker. I think the refs got that call wrong. I really do. Um, but to say some nonsense like that, it, it's just stupid. As an NFL coach, you got to be better than that. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. I just, I just don't like the direction they're going with that. So you know, Jerry Jones came out and said that he would like us uh, Fossil to be more conservative. I think what the boss says is going to happen. So you know, I just, I just want them to clean it up. You know, there's, you know, clean up the tackling. You know what I mean? These guys are still not doing too good on, on the field you know, field possession, you know, where, where they're at, starting line and this sorts of thing. So I'd like to see that improve. I would like to see these guys make smarter decisions with the punts and kickoffs. Still some goofy stuff that goes on there. So I don't know. It seems like something that we've been struggling for. But, guys, let's go ahead and get into our preview of week three, Eagles versus the Cowboys. This is our first home game, Mike. So opening, home opener against the hated Philadelphia Eagles. We are uh, giving out the ring, uh, the Hall of Fame rings for Cliff Harris, Drew Pearson, and the beloved 
Jimmy Johnson, right? Yeah. You know, so it's it's a huge game, huge, huge game. Hopefully fans will be at capacity. It is Monday Night Football, so a great game. It's going to be a great atmosphere. Both teams, one and one. What is your initial take on this game, Mike? Well, you need the defense to play at a higher level. I mean, the, the Eagles, they got some speedy wide receivers, Joe. Um, Anthony Brown, he, he could be a liability in this game. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, just the mm-hmm. speed that the Eagles have, right? So the defense got to be on their toes. Because I mean, they they had a 91-yard play against the 49ers, whose defense was playing really, really well against them. And but they, they didn't that that did not result in, in in points. Let me let me make sure I say that. Um, but I, but they have you know fast wide receivers. Their their running backs. I I don't know much about their running game. Um, let me see here. Who is their running back, Joe? So they they, they got 140 yards. They got 144 yards rushing, and that's coming from Jalen Hurts, right? Uh, Miles Sanders has 28 yards in two games. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell has 15 yards in two games. So they don't have a running game, right? So the corner's going to have to – you're going to see a lot of zone uh, in here, probably a lot of blitzing too, right? We blitz well against the Eagles, so – you're going to see a lot of blitzing against these Eagles uh, disrupt Jalen Hurts there. I mean, they, 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 they put up massive amounts of points in, in that first game, but they really uh, they really didn't do anything week two against these 49ers. Um, so I, I really don't see a major threat here, but if you let it get out of the – if you let it get out of hand, Joe, yeah. it can get up. They have – big play making ability but you got to shrink that get in their head early collapse that mindset and you you win in this ball game absolutely bro absolutely it's gonna be one of these games where i think you can really beat the snot out of these guys man i just uh i love the matchups and not having a running game by these guys is good for us because i feel like our run defense has improved has improved indeed a labelle with the super chat, appreciate you, A Lavelle, coming through. What's up, Joe and Mike? Hope you both and your families are doing well. I'm glad we got this win and defense is stepping up. Hell yeah, bro! Big, uh, big props to Terrence Steele holding it down against Bosa. Heck yeah, bro! Let's beat the Sheagles. Absolutely, bro. That's the goal. That is the goal. That's the goal. The defense definitely stepping up. Like, like we said here in the description of this video, turning the page. This defense is. Is turning a page on on past uh, you know deficiencies, and I think they're turning around with the takeaways and this sorts of thing. Appreciate that, A. Lavelle, uh, Mike. Talking about uh, you know a little bit more of of the Eagles' offense. You know Zach Ertz. I think he I think he's dinged up too. So you're gonna go with, with Goddard. You know um, wide receivers. Devonte Smith might be one of their up and coming guys, but the pressure, bro. They just sent another uh, old lineman on IR, I believe. Um, I didn't catch his name, but they're they're kind of dinged up too on that old line. So could be a, a feast kind of day for uh, Michael Parsons. Could get some some sacks out of this game. Could get some. Brandon Brooks. Is that yeah. you talking about? Could be. You see him on IR. Yeah. Yeah. So you lost him. They're light there, bro. So the matchup here, 
you know, I really wanted to see how they were going to do against the 49ers. You and I talked offline, you know, we thought that if they were to beat the 49ers, maybe they might be something, but they, they came out flat, you know, they didn't get it done. And, uh, I think the 49ers, they left a lot of points out there on the field. Garoppolo, I think his, his time's running out there. I think it's just a matter of time before Trey Lance takes over. But anyway, uh, you know, that, that offense is just not prolific enough. I, I think we're going to get some some takeaways in this game. Now, Mike, I think the only area that, that really concerns me, and I see it in the chat box, Anthony Brown, bro. How much longer are we going to see Anthony Brown starting out there, Mike? History tells me you're going to see him a lot, dude. I mean, the in-game adjustments just isn't something that the Cowboys have, have done well. I don't care who the coaches is. It's that Jimmy Johnson curse, Joe. We don't know how to make adjustments. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. and I mean, we, we've seen it for many, many years. Um, and there, there's a guy on the Eagles. He has 140 yards receiving in, in, in the two games. And, and it's a guy you wouldn't even think. It's Quez. Watkins, right? The guy's speedy. Um, you put Jordan Lewis on a guy like that, I think that kind of neutralizes him. Um, but if you're going to have Devontae Smith out there, Jalen Redgard, Anthony Brown could not cover these guys. I don't think Deshaun Wright can either. Joe, I think it's time to call up Maurice Kennedy. All right? You got to have some speed for speed here. Yeah, they, they got to um... – I think his time is, is coming, bro. <laughs> you know, I, I know a lot of fans want Maurice Kennedy out here, and obviously, you know, he's he's got to be worth a look. Even the Sean Wright is, should get a look. I mean, it's – Anthony Brown is just a uh, a walking first down. You throw to him, it's a first down. So we got to get home. we got to get home to Jalen Hurts so that doesn't happen. So that, that's going to be a big thing here is getting the pressure again. And I think we'll have our opportunity. We're getting Randy Gregory back off the COVID list. And Michael Parsons in the mix. I love it. Bradley and I had a, had some awesome snaps in this game as well. So he, he had some pressures in that game. So him, Gregory, Parsons. Uh, Dorrance is dinged up with an ankle, I believe. I don't know if he's even going to be Odigazua up the middle, right? Do we get? Do we finally get a look at Golston? You know, I thought he was going to be, you know, in this game – and I don't remember even seeing him. I don't even know if he was active for the game. Was but not will, active. Will we see him in this game, Mike? I don't know. If Gabriel was right about Novell Gallimore being back, I, I doubt it. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's true or not. But uh, if if Novell Gallimore, if that's not true, if Nigel, if if, if Gallimore is out, then I think you will see some goals than Joe. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about Gallimore at all, so I don't know if he is actually back. Guys, if, if you can confirm that or if somebody can, can confirm that, let me know in the chat box. Um, let's take a look at some of the comments here, guys. Let, let us know how you are feeling about this game with the Eagles. Definitely feel it's winnable, Mike. Would you agree to that? Oh, it's absolutely winnable. It really is. It, it's on it's our home turf, Monday Night Football primetime. We beat the Eagles multiple times Monday Night Football. Plenty of times, and it resulted in overtime, right? Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not real concerned about now. The Cowboys, can, if they go out there and score six points in three quarters, we're not winning shit, Joe. I mean, let, let's be real. I mean, you yeah. you want to make a stance, and and right now, you go two and one, and the only loss is the reigning Super Bowl champs. 
You go in there, you go make a stand right here. You you go put up 40 points. Michael Gallup or not, you go put up 40 points. Yeah. Yeah, we got some replies here. We got some replies around Gallimore. Still not ready yet. Uh, probably after the buy. That's what Ninja Nuts is saying. I think that's true. Uh, Mario Flores here with, with the information. Johnny on the spot. Mario Flores. Appreciate you in the chat box as always, bro. The earliest you can come back is week four. That's that's what I thought. I didn't I didn't think he was gonna be ready this week. So appreciate that, Mario. Appreciate and it's you. It's all good, Gabriel. We all make mistakes. We're human, brother. We all do, bro. We all do. Yeah, it's no biggie. But it's good that his name is on the radar, however. So good, good name there, Gabriel. It's good to talk about Gallimore because you know he is getting closer. We did see some of him, you know, working at the cords there. So he's getting close, bro. He's getting close. And man, you get Gallimore in there. That's gonna that's gonna soup it up. That's gonna soup it up, bro. So appreciate you, Gabriel. Appreciate you, Mar. Everybody in the chat box. Alton Hurley wants to see Maurice Kennedy. Yeah. We we've been saying his name for two damn weeks. He had a great preseason. Yeah. He had a great offseason. Why not fight him, Joe? Stubbornness. Stubbornness to the maximum. You know how the Cowboys do. I, I want to I want to see him too because it's just like I said it's I, I, we're gonna have another week of Anthony Brown giving up first downs I'm sick of it now if Anthony Brown by some miracle gets us some interceptions maybe that'll that'll lessen the blow <laughs> but I don't know if that's gonna happen Ninja knows likes Diggs versus Devontae Smith that's gonna be a good matchup bro like I I, I wasn't too sure how what to think about Devontae Smith if he was going to be able to do it here at the next level. But um, he looked good in that first game. Second game, I didn't see much of him in that second game. So we'll see if he can be consistent. But, man, I'm not scared of, of any of the receivers, really. You talk about Jalen Rager. They missed on that. They 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 wanted – who did they want? They wanted C.D. Lamb, and we got him. So I, I love spitting in their face when it comes to that. We got him. They passed on a Jefferson. They just continue to make mistakes when it comes to drafting receivers. So, not worried about the receivers, Mike. Let me ask you this, Joe. Yeah. Let's say Donovan Wilson's ready to rock and roll in the saddle. Do you give him his job back or do you keep Curse out there? Mm. You see, the thing about it is this, right? So, has there been a fall off? Did you improve? You know what I mean? So, I think it's pretty even, but uh, I didn't miss him last game. You know, we'll see. We'll see what Curse uh, does in this game. Is is uh, is Wilson even ready? Is he back in practice? He's getting close. I mean, it was close last week, so I'm sure it's close this week. Yeah, I mean, Wilson. He's he's still a playmaker, right? He's still a playmaker. So I I do want to see him back on the field, but I I do feel good about J. Ron Curse. Gives you that size, gives you that physicality. I think even if Wilson comes back, you, there might be a rotation there. I think you might get a rotation there as far as like, you know, do you want to be big out there? Do you want to limit the window of, of some of these passes from, from a smaller quarterback, Jalen Hurts? So, uh, you know, I'm fine with it. But, you know, Donovan Wilson, playmaker. But he's starting to get a little bit of that injury-prone tag, if we're being quite honest. He's dinged up here and there, missing time, missing practice. If you're not on the field, you're not helping the team. So, right. uh, you know, that's kind of where I'm at on that, man. I agree. I agree. 
Uh, Ninja Nuts, let him he let him heal up, but I give him his job back. Yeah, I, I'm I'm on board on that. Let's not rush the growing issue because they put him out there too soon. He's gonna hurt it again, and then here we go again with this guy can't stay healthy. So <laughs> I'm with you, Ninja Nuts. Let's let him heal up. <laughs> yeah, that's seriously like I would let him heal up. Like let's fully heal that thing out so there's no excuses now. If you let him fully heal and he comes out here and strains something again, then give me curse 100%. So we'll see what happens here, guys. Still very early in the season when it comes to who's in and out. Somebody made a good point here about uh, about um, what do you say? Somebody mentioned Malik Hooker. Sorry, I can't find the comment. But Mike, let's talk about Malik Hooker. Do you like him in the rotation? How do you find about? Yeah, I do. I do like Malik Hooker in the rotation. Uh, he, I mean, he he had some good tackling and then he had some bad tackling, right? And then that's going to come with it when you miss a lot of game time. Um, he's he's still he's still getting his feet underneath him. He's I'm I'm sure he's still learning this system in some type of capacity. But I, I did like him when I seen him though. Right here, this question right here, Culverhouse, Mike Parsons staying at defensive end in this game. With Gregory coming back, there's nothing on that left side. And I think with Gregory coming back and with Micah Parsons on that left side, it only it's only going to make you better. I don't think you'll see it every down like you've seen it last week because you got because it, it's on tape now, right? Micah Parsons is on film. And so um, if they're going to double team a linebacker playing defensive end, it's really it's just a wasted body out there if they're going to double team him a lot, right? So you, I think they got to mix it up, Joe. Um and move them around on that defensive line. And I'm talking about in the middle, on the outsides, because you don't have Rashawn Slater here on these Eagles, right? So you can move him around a lot better, drop him back in coverage as disguises. But we talked about 3-4 defense. Joe, they played that. I mean, everything we talked about last week, Joe, it happened, right? So I don't think you're going to you're gonna see more, a lot of Micah Parsons at defensive end. I think you're going to see a, a, a good balance between linebacker and end. I think it's a really good question, right? If it were me, I would, I would, I would like to keep them out there more. Now, I think you're right, though. I think that they, they might, you know, they, they might use them a little bit at linebacker here and there. But uh, for me, being that that offensive line is a little dinged up, uh, I think you can put them at left end, right end. You know, that's what they did against the Chargers, and I think you'll have his uh, his opportunities. Dillard is not a good left tackle. I think he's kind of slow out, out the uh, off the snap. Can he handle Parsons' speed? I don't think so. And then, uh, and then you know, on that on the other end, their their right tackle, he's out. So you're going to have a backup in there. Parsons could feast in this game big time. So wherever he can affect the quarterback, that's where I want to keep him. So I could see him maybe playing a few at linebacker, but I would probably primarily continue to use him at defensive end. For right now, until we get a, until we get some more people back, you know what, what's the status of Goldston, and what's the status of Dorrance? If 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 neither are playing, then I think yeah, you probably you probably will see him there full time. Yeah, I, dude, don't it feel good to be able to talk about a good player on Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> Hell yeah, bro! Hell yeah, dude! You know what? I was so against buying. Those new jersey numbers, but hell, dude, I I might have to buy a Michael Parsons jersey, dude. Yeah, I might. I think I think I'm going to. I think he's. I think he's going to be a superstar in this league, man. He's definitely. Um, I think he's going to be in, in in the running for defensive player 
of the year for a rookie, defensive player of the, of the, of the year, right? Um, but somebody mentioned who is going to spy Jalen Hurts. Do we need to even spy that guy? Or is there going to be somebody that, that's going to spy him? Eric Montoya says, Neil Parsons or Curse can spy Hurts. So good question. Good question in the chat box. Appreciate you, all you guys out there. Pound that like button because y'all deserve it. Y'all are kicking ass in that chat box. Hit that like button, man. Mike, do we need to spy him? And if you do, who are the, the, the choices there? Mike, and I, I, I get why people are saying Micah Parsons because the speed is just incredible. But I, I like Micah Parsons' speed instantly, right? I don't want him spying. I want him to go get after Jalen Hurts, make Jalen Hurts run. I have confidence that Micah Parsons has the closing speed to catch up to Jalen Hurts, right? So I want him playing a regular assignment. But if the guy that I'm about to say can play like he did week two, Jalen Smith can spy Jalen Hurts. That's a good name. That's a good name. Honestly, the way that that, that Dan Quinn has set this defense up, I think any of these names could be a viable candidate. Like you talk about Neil, he's had a good role in this team. Parsons, I agree with you on Parsons. So I think I don't know if I put him in that list, uh, Eric. I think I like him more as headhunting this guy, right? Get that guy on his back. Smell that earth. Curse, ferocious guy, great tackler. And I like yours with Jalen Smith as well. I think that's a – I think, you know, they've actually used him to, to spy before. You know what I mean? I think it was uh, – I think they used him to spy uh, – I think it was Russell. I think they used him on Russell Wilson at one point. Yeah. But yeah. I just don't feel that uh, Jalen is, is even – near as good as, as Russell Wilson, definitely not a Kyler Murray type. So while he is mobile, I don't, I don't really fear him as much as some of the other mobile guys. So maybe you don't need a spy on him. You know what I mean? But we'll see what they pull out. You know, maybe they're going to try some trickery, you know, just try to get that defense off, off them. They're, they're going to need to try something because we're going to, we're coming after this team. We're at home. We're looking to smack these guys in the mouth. Yeah. Oh, 100%. That's going to, a beautiful thing joe it's a beautiful thing that we have the depth we got the talent and uh i'm, I'm not scared of these egos by any means it's gonna be a fun show thursday with birdman <laughs> 951 uh yeah bro i I'm, I'm ready for it too man I'm, I'm actually it's good to come into this game with with some momentum fan momentum and the team momentum coming off a win on the road hostile environment well not even we, that was a home game for us, right? If you looked in the crowd there in L.A., you could hear them chant Coop. You could hear them chant Zeke. So that was like a home game. But now we're really at home, and I feel that uh, you, you want to make a statement. This is your first divisional game of the year, right? None yep. of the other guys are really intimidating anybody. Let's smack these guys left and right. And like you said, Mike, pedal to the metal. You know what I mean? Like, let's just give it to them the whole four quarters of full – Four quarters of an ass whooping, bro. That's what I want. Let's make a statement and be like, oh, damn, bro. You know what I mean, everybody? Yeah. <laughs> Mario with a throwback from last night right there. Right there. You, you know I got you know to throw some shade, man. I, you know I got to, Mario. I like Jared O's comment right here. I don't want person coming off the field. I don't either, bro. I, I feel like this guy is, is looking like a damn grand slam home run pick, Jared, because uh, 
Yeah, when you got these star players like that, you know, and as young as he is, he's got that energy. He's got that speed. Like, it's game changing. It is. It is. It really is game changing. You hit on the head there. My game changing ability. We haven't had that in, in a while now. You know what I mean? Where somebody that can affect the game, bro. When you talk about guys that affect the game on defense, you think about like a TJ Watt. You think about like a Von Miller back in his prime, uh, Chandler Jones, these kinds of guys that like you you have to have a hat on hat, double teams and all kinds of crap. Michael Parsons is, is becoming that very, very quickly. So I'm with you, Jared, 110%, bro. I like this comment right here. Alex K. Diggs with at least two interceptions calling. No. Yeah, Diggs, man, we talked about it earlier. Getting his hand on the ball. Um, you know, pass breakups, you know. If he doesn't get the interception, he's been breaking up those passes. So I love what I see from, from uh, Diggs year two. Looking badass, bro. Just digs in his second year. Micah Parsons, a rookie, man. Oso, Diggy, Zua. Uh, Keanu, I mean, they got to figure out a way to keep this bunch together and build on it. Get guys like Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis out of here. Get guys, you know, get some playmakers. They, they got dogs, Joe. We've been asking for dogs. They got dogs. And it's a beautiful thing to say. We've been screaming for mm -hmm. this, but I need offense to score more than six points in three quarters, Joe. Absolutely, bro. We, yeah, we have been, we, and, and I think we're finally getting them. And I think you can, you know, you can kind of see light at the end of the tunnel. Like you said, we've been we've been turning this roster. It's like 43% churn. And there's more yet to come on defense. I promise you that, guys. They're going to throw some more high picks at that defense. And uh, if this is any indicator, you talk about a year three, you know, talking about next year, if you talk about a year three digs, a year two Parsons, a year two Osa, year three guy, I mean, the defense could be like monstrous, bro, like next year. But this year, it's looking pretty dang good right now. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you got some, you got some good veterans in here. You got to, yeah, it's a good mix. And you, you got a good mix of, of young talent coming in here. We haven't even gotten Kelvin Joseph back, who I really want to see. When he gets back, you know, work him, hit, work him in. But eventually, he's got to be the guy to take over Anthony Brown. We didn't use a second-round pick for him to be a backup. So, for me, once he is back and ready to rock and roll, I want to see Kelvin Joseph out there opposite Diggs. And let's see let's see how it goes. Let's see how that goes. It's, it's going to be a great one-two punch when we get Kelvin Joseph and his feet underneath them. Diggs, and this is no shade on Kelvin. I like Kelvin Joseph, but. Diggs is more of the instincts player, and Kelvin Joseph's going to make his money by being aggressive. And I think it's going to balance itself out and be good for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, you're exactly right, bro. You're exactly right there. Like, Kelvin Joseph has that. I would say he's he's definitely got more speed, right? He's the speed guy. Uh, has a little bit more twitch than Diggs, no doubt. But you hit it right on the head. It's a good mix, aggressive versus those more cerebral, really well-balanced digs or finding his game. It's a good mix. And I think you have to have that mix. On, on, oh, 100%. On you got to make it hard for that quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm really looking forward to that. Really looking forward to that, Joseph Colon. I think, yeah, I agree with you, man. Let's get him on the field. Let's get him on the field, guys. Questions and comments, guys? Let, let's, let's see if you have any in here. We'll close out the show with some questions and comments if you got them. Go ahead and lay them out to us here. Here we go right here. There's one. Mara Flores. 
if you had to bet on it, who will be the better pick, right or boss man fat? Mm, I want both of them to be a better pick. I honestly do. I They drafted in the same year, right? And with the turnover that we're looking at, Joe, with uh, C.J. Goodwin's not going to be here forever. He's already in his 30s. Uh, Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis, those guys won't be here. So the turnover, you invest in second and third round picks here on these guys. Yeah. Uh, so I, I need both of them. I, I don't, I don't want to compare. I want both of them to be great. Just because yeah. we're going to have high turnover at this quarterback position. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a really good answer there. If I had to make a bet, who would be the better pick? I mean, I, w- I would hope it would be right. So I, I'm going to say right, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's um, – I mean, I'm sorry. I think it would be uh, Kelvin, right, because he's a second-round pick. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's right because it really showed up in, in the preseason. They have yet to play either of these guys' significant snaps. Obviously, one is, is on short-term, you know, IR, and the other one just hasn't gotten on the field, so – We'll see how it shapes up, but I think you know, I think Mike hit it on the head there. Here, I think this is we're looking at long ball here. Um, they'll they'll get their snaps eventually in this season, but you know, long ball. I think both those guys are going to be significant pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, yeah. You, you start talking about these guys, and just a year ago, we we're screaming for Robinson to get on that field. And is he even on the team? Is there a Robinson here? Yeah, Reggie's on Reggie's on IR, so but he I think he'll still be in the mix. I thought he had a, a pretty good um offseason himself. So yeah, you talk about like Goodwin and some of these other guys that you know that they won't pick up some of these other one year contracts. You got the the guys you drafted, I think they'll have a spot. The Reaper, will Cox get any snaps this year? Because when we lose some linebackers next year, we can't let him have zero snaps. I think he will. I think eventually, you know, Cox will get some snaps in this team, you know, just just off of uh, some attrition. You know what I mean? It's it's going to be rare that you that your linebackers all play every single game. You know, LVE kind of misses some time here and there, and uh, it just happens as part of the game. So I think he will. You know what I mean? But it, I don't think it'll be because somebody's not playing well, unless you want to, <laughs> unless you want to say. Jalen Smith, but that's that's low hanging fruit. You know, I think that's too easy. Uh, that's a little bit of a cop out to pick Jalen Smith on everything. It's too much of a punching bag. But you know, I think he'll get some snaps. Mike, what do you think about uh, Jabril the Steel Cox getting some snaps this year? He's going to get snaps, one hundred percent. And I, I think what they're waiting on is Micah Parsons to get more NFL knowledge under his belt because you can't have two rookie linebackers out there. You, one of them's going to get exposed for a big play, right? So you got to ease. One of them in, and you're not going to bench your first-round pick. So Michael Parsons is going to get the first go at this, and then they're going to eventually bring in Jabril Cox. Yeah, bro. No, it's a, it's a great question, the Reaper. It's, I think it's one to really watch. And Wait I think- a minute. What, what is this RF87 talking about? I said, Joe, Mike, what do you guys think on Dallas not coming out from the bar area, the Miller Lite bar area at AT&T? Mike McCarthy, I'm assuming, assuming changed this. What is this? Is this something to do with COVID, maybe? Why would why would they change that? Is that true? I think you're talking about like uh, field level, right? So what are you going to say? Yeah, about you know how they, they come out of the middle like party pass. Assuming this changes, uh, it probably is, bro. I, I think it's more of a COVID deal there, you know, for for the team because, you know, in Texas, masks aren't mandatory. <laughs> it's full blown 
you 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 take whatever the hell you want in Texas. Everything's open, bro. So for me, bro, even if they have the glass there, I don't want any of our dang uh, football players getting this crap because look what's happening. We lost Gregory for a week. Could have used him. And um, every week it's, it's somebody. Like, I, I know this will probably continue, but the less interaction, yeah, I really don't think anything of it. I think it's more the COVID thing. Yeah. I think it's more COVID, too. I, I, well, as I said, I was like, oh, it has to be a COVID thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I don't think it's anything that McCarthy is really mandating. I think it's more of a let's be safe with our players first, uh, line one, which is I'm, I'm all for that. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. Let's see what else we got in here, guys. Let's see what we got in here, guys. Joseph alone. Don't let the Cowboys be 4 and 2 going into the bye. Then you get Collins and Gallup back. 4 and 2 going to the bye. Mm, maybe. This is definitely going to be. Who, who would beat us? I think of of the teams that, that we have coming up, you know, the Patriots, they, they play smart football, but it's a rookie quarterback. We got to beat that guy. Carolina thinks going to be the biggest threat to, to give us that other loss. Yeah, you could be right. You could be right. And that's that's a maybe. Like, because Vikings Sam are Moore, a good matchup. Why do they have a football game on Halloween, dude? I told, I told my wife and my kids, I said, hey, Halloween, dude, I said, we're going to start trick-or-treating at 5 o'clock. We're going to be home <laughs> at 7 o'clock, and I don't want to hear no questions. I'll buy you extra candy if you don't got enough. Wait, what game is on Halloween, bro? I didn't see The that. Vikings game. Oh, is it? Well, yeah, probably going to have to do the same thing as you, man. Just put the treats out there and take what you can. I'm watching the game. <laughs> I'm, all my screaming and yelling that I do when I watch the game might scare people away anyway. So <laughs> what the hell is going on in that house? Right, dude. We gotta watch a game together and live stream it, dude. We we'll break people's headphones, dude. We'll break people's headphones. <laughs> dude, I, I get freaking livid on some of those crap. Oh, dude, me too. What's wrong with this guy. <laughs> yeah, appreciate my, that. My, okay. my uncle, he's he's a big Broncos fan, and he he came, and I had one of those Mitsubishi projection sixty inch TVs, you know, and it was in my man cave when I lived in Colorado. And he came over to watch the game. It was Cowboys versus Broncos 2013. We all know the story. Romo had a master monster game through a late pick into the game, right? But uh, he, 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 after the game, he said, man, Mike, Morris Claiborne picked off Peyton Manning. And it was the first interception Peyton Manning had that year. And Morris Claiborne got a hold of that ball. And when he, when Morris Claiborne picked that ball up, man, I took off running at that TV and started hooting, hollering, celebrating. My uncle looked over at me. He said, "Dude, I thought you were gonna run through that TV." <laughs> no, that's funny, bro. That, that, that's just like me, bro. Gerald Beasley winning in Carolina, New England, six and one record. Yes, let's have that frame of thought. Yeah, I would love that, bro. That that would be really awesome to go into the bye six and one, rest up, you get some of these guys back. The NFL would be ready for that, man. The NFL would not. Be ready for them, Cowboys. If they go six and one at the bye, if we go six and one at the bye, we're legit, dude. I don't care what anybody says. We're we're flipping legit. We're going to that playoffs, and we we probably clinched NFC East at six and one. Yeah, if you're at six and one, and it's, still, <laughs> it's just, too early, but six and one, it's a, that's a hell of a start. You know what I mean? Like 
at that point, you would have to have something catastrophic to happen for you to go downhill. But I feel uh, this team under McCarthy, I think year two has shown a difference. They really have. You know what I mean? I know some people don't like McCarthy. They think he's boring or whatever the hell. But I'd rather have him than Garrett right now. Can you imagine? I'm not a big Mike McCarthy fan. I said it last year I was out on Mike McCarthy. But if he he don't have game clock management brain farts that will cause the game, if he keeps doing what he's doing, I'll be all right with them, but we got to figure out how to get more points on the board on offense. Uh, no, and I think they will. I think they'll they'll get it figured out. I think we got I think we got some uh, cohesion there there with the, the offensive line really hitting on all cylinders. It's just a matter of uh, execution and not having the stupid penalties. That's really, you know, the self inflicted wounds is, is what's doing it for some some of the Cowboys issues. You know, they talk about not being able to get. The Chargers off on some of these third downs. They had a 42% third down conversion. That's kind of high. You want to keep that, you know, in the 20s, if if not lower. So um, they had some success there. Third down conversions. Defense got a little gassed there down the end. So some of those were stupid mistakes. Some of that was bad officiating. So it, it's you got to be prepared for all of it. You got to be prepared for the Cowboys versus the opponent. Cowboys versus the refs every game you get, we play two we play two teams every every game guys the opponent and the ref crew and i think the only ref crew, the only ref crew that i liked was the one with the with the index card the, you remember that game with the, the raiders, game. raiders the index card first down dude that crew loved us uh yeah. but the rest of the league and unfortunately he he retired so that that crew is, is no longer you know so Good stuff, guys. I like hockey league. Hockey league's he, there's a hockey league that's a head ref now. His dad Ed. I like Ed hockey league, dude. He 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 called fair games for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 main one, Junior. Yeah. He 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 did the the Tampa game for us. So that one, it was okay. But this last one was Tony Corrente. That was that was I knew. He hates the Cowboys, dude. That was Flag City. Too much laundry in that game. So we'll see. You follow me on Twitter, guys, Cowboys Blog Man. I'll give you the latest there, officiating crew. Um, I'll release that here in a little bit when I, when I get that out. But, guys, I think that's going to be it for tonight's show, Mike. Um, where can they find you if they haven't already, bro? Yeah, underscore Cowboys Corner on uh, Twitter, guys. Pretty active there. Give me a follow. I'll follow back. Um, and then uh, uh, Cowboys Corner right here on YouTube. I'm going live for the first time ever with – an Eagle fan here on Cowboys Corner Thursday at 6 o'clock p.m. Central Time, guys. Uh, it's going to be pretty interesting. I don't know what we're going to discuss. I'm pretty sure it's going to be the Monday Night Football game, but the full details, you got to come in here and watch it. I've never went live with another team's, uh, another fan of another team. So this this is new to me. And just to go live with an Eagle fan, it, it is, is uh, you better watch it because it might not happen again. It could be a rarity. I can't believe you're doing it. <laughs> but that's where it is, guys. Thank you. Shout out to all you guys. A big thank you to all our subscribers. We can't do this without you, like, really from the bottom of our heart. That's why we love coming out here on Tuesday. Mike and I, we talk all week long. We're like, man, I can't wait to do the Frisco Report. And here we are. Got to chop it up with you guys in the chat box. Great questions. Appreciate it. Guys, 
hit that like button on your way out, and we'll catch you for the next one, guys. Peace. Peace.